At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. Uh, hope everyone had a great night. Saw a few people in our chat watching the debate last night. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. We got a lot to talk about on our show. Efficient markets or lack thereof is the theme of today's show. We're going to talk about headlines from Gilead and Walmart and the market not really reacting, uh, perhaps as they should have uh, at in the moment to each of those headlines. So we have, of course, have earnings on our radar. Uh, Intel yesterday, uh, a few more uh, sprinkled throughout the afternoon and into the morning here. So we'll cover that. Jason Rasnick is our guest. He'll be on around 840, 845, going until 9 o'clock. So we got a lot to get to. We'll, of course, cover stocks in the chat. We won't forget those. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And Joel, how are we doing here on the last show of the week in the pre-market session? Oh, well. Wait a minute. Hit that mute button. There All right. We're in the green here by nine and a quarter handles. Uh, a little dip overnight, uh, just quite not low enough to hit my bid, uh, but 37 is a pre-market low. Uh, rallied up to 62. Uh, that was above the high from uh, Wednesday at 58. We just got some high pesky highs up here. The high for the week, the big number I'd like us to clear. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. And that's Monday's Globex high at 96.50. On the downside, man, there's just a lot of congestion at the 3430 handle. Uh, Crude up 14 cents here at uh, 40.78. Gold not having a bad day, up 9.20 at 19.13.90. Silver in the green as well by 15.1 cents. And then Bitcoin hanging on to 3,000 or 3,000, 13,000 here, down $145 at 13,010. And if anybody's wondering why Triple D looks so dapper today, it's his anniversary. Happy anniversary, Dennis. How many years has it been? I think it's like 30 years now. 30 years. Okay. I'm 31. I'm 31. I'm catching up to you. 
Come on, how many has it been? 15, 20? I don't know. It feels like 30 sometimes. No, <laughs> that's good. It's been, uh, I got to do the math. I think I got married in 2004, carry the two. I'd say 16 years. Okay. 16. Yeah, Sounds like 16. Do, you didn't have to do the carrying. And you know what? <laughs> I didn't uh, have to carry anything. <laughs> and uh, if you, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, I wore a Michigan shirt every day this week. Okay. Because Michigan's first game. Yep. And this shirt that I, I had to go into the archives here to get an old shirt. And this shirt that I have is older than Spencer. This is from the 1993 Rose Bowl. Can you see wait, it? Wait a minute. Yep. I, I'm older than that. Wait, when were you born? 91. Oh, okay. 91. Yeah. Wow. So my dad got in this thing. I was in high school in 1991. That's a Yeah. couple, you can't see the holes in it, but I went with my Michigan Rose Bowl shirt. Uh, I have to channel because uh, we need a good season. It's been a hard couple of years, but anyways. I already told you the sports thing. I mean, it's tough to be a big sports fan because when you get so many teams, most of the fans are going home pissed off. <laughs> yeah, if you've, got, if you've got 30 teams and like all the major league sports, well, there's only like a three percent chance your team's going to win unless you're the Yankees. So it's tough. It's tough. It's, uh, Michigan not having home games has avoided a few arguments in our family because if it's an eight o'clock game at night, I like to leave at eight in the morning. You know, if it's a one o'clock game or four o'clock game, I like to leave at eight in the morning. If it's an early game, I like to leave at six in the morning. So no arguments about when we go to the game, but uh, let's talk news. Let's talk yeah. stocks. And uh, sure. I, I know we got some, I think you the big one of the day. Gil yet? Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you were listening to our afternoon show uh, yesterday at from 340 to 4 o'clock here on, on our YouTube channel, you called us talking about this. This is a weird one because I saw this on Benzinga Pro. There's a headline if you go on the pro at 352. That's we, that's how he makes money. 352. These and, headlines and, and at 352. We saw this, Joel and I talked about this on the the, on the broadcast and uh it, gilead shares were ticking higher i was there was a link i went to the link it was a page on the fda website where it was a list it was a table of approved uh drugs and remdesivir was on there and i was we talked about this and yeah gilead popped you can see it there for a little bit but then it didn't and we were like well why isn't this going up isn't it going up and then fishing markets 101 right and then lo and behold 10 minutes later, four o'clock or whenever the release can come out. I think it was four o'clock. I mean, the actual press release. Yeah, it was four Oh two. Yeah. The press release comes out announcing that they got FDA approval, not just emergency approval, like real FDA approval for remdesivir to treat COVID. Then it, then it goes gangbusters, but then it goes those, gangbusters. Those so 10 minutes, it didn't. Well, two things. One, it's because somebody on Twitter was just having to go on the FDA website and they already had put it as an approved drug. So, you know, there's probably a little bit of skepticism. Is this right? You know, it's on there, but there's no press release. And the algos don't trade on digging, you know, in, in, the, in, ditch, in the ditches like that, you know, and there's money to be made, like doing your homework. And people find that out, you know, and they should make the money on it. So congratulations to whoever bought Gilead before the close. I wish I was listening to the, the after hour show there, the 3, 3.30 show, because maybe I would have bought some, but um, I just saw the headline. So same thing, all the headline breaks and the algos go nuts because they're all trading off the headlines. And then they rip this thing higher. And I mean, it got stupid. It got over $65, which is just dumb. But anyways, you know, it's coming back in rightfully so. But, you know, there's, there's two things still working for it. One is all the, the dogs are barking. What do we mean by that? 
the trash is cash right now. The stocks that have been in the gutter, those are the ones that they're buying right now. And they're selling the Pelotons and they're selling the Zooms. A lot of rotation from the leaders to the laggards in the last couple of days. So Gilead has been the poster child for laggards. So it's probably due for a bounce. Perfect timing for a headline, which really gives it the rip higher. So I'd expect, you know, you're probably going to see some buyers here on pullbacks here. But again, Gilead's still the eternal sell. But it just goes to show you, if the algos aren't digging on Twitter and trying to find out information, the algos trade on the headlines. And that did not pop because it did not have the headline yet. When the headline broke at 402, that's when the Gilead popped. So congrats to the Twitter people who found that information. And, and nice call on the show as well. And obviously in Benzinga Pro because the headline yeah. is in there I, I, at I 352. Wanna... So don't tell me you can't make money trading headlines. There's a headline you could have traded, the Benzinga headline at 352. Yeah. And, and if I can, I would like to just show so you can see exactly what i was just show reading, it. i was just reading off of the page off the pro right? i'm just reading off the pro and you can see here this is the news yep. i'll make it bigger uh 352 there we go there is it yep. there's the headline make it bigger 352 and there's the link and the link goes to the fda website who who, 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 who put link. that in there who found that link who who is the who is our news desk guy that dug I, in and found that on twitter i don't know <laughs> give them some give them a raise yeah whoever, whoever found it props Gilead up. shares tick okay so let's just read it out there yeah. so those who are on soundcloud they can know what we're talking about because they don't have visual right exactly. Gilead shares tick to session high on spike in volume uh traders circulate fda access data.gov listing for rim disappear so they were circulating it that okay. hey this has been approved Yep. And then obviously the headline breaks. It looks like 11 minutes later, actually, than that. So yep. the actual headline breaks after hours and the stock pops. So that's why you saw the little lift late as traders were figuring it out. And then the headline breaks and all the algos are like, oh, Gilead's approved. So you can beat the algos. Humans beat the algos here once again. All right. Uh, we'll take a look at the price action. We were talking about this and, you know, we're looking at 60, oh, 60 support, 60 support. And then Dennis, I remember you saying, oh, if this thing, you were thinking about it. I know you didn't do it. Like if this thing ever goes through 60, but then it's such a thick stock. I'm thinking if yeah, it goes through 60, it's 59.75. For I was thinking about shorting it through 60. It didn't really get through it though. Let's be Not honest. You 20 cents through it or 30 cents through it. Is it really through it? And it was through it for a few minutes. So it's hard. All right. Pre-market high because uh, KJ is getting upset here. We're spending too much time on uh, Gilead. This is the story of the day. So we're going to spend, we're going to spend time on the stocks that are the story of the day. And this Six, is, yeah, and we're trying to teach traders how to make money. You know, you dig on this Twitter and you find this out or the Benzinga Pro, there's money to be made there. Uh, 65.30, uh, pre-market high. You're leaking. You're trying to hold 63. I'll go with Dennis. I think this will give back some of its gains, maybe. But I think you're going to find buyers, people that got a little bit stuck. Maybe uh, so what, what was the top from yesterday's range? Mm, I don't know if we're going to get down there. Wow. couple highs in just at under 61. I don't think we're going to get that low today. So no, it's probably out. where it's, it's probably in the middle where it should be. I mean, the 65 got overdone right up to technical resistance failed there over overnight. So I think you got major now resistance up at 65. Yep. And again, this stock still in a serious downturn. The one thing I do want to just maybe segue over to that is the leaders right now, are the laggards and the laggards are the leaders. And this is why our Ford trade is working out. And obviously me, Spencer and Joel, Talked about this two days ago. I bought at 782. I think you guys all bought around the same price. So, you know, we're already up 7% in two days, and this is Ford. So it's a pretty <laughs> good couple of days for Ford. Um, it's continuing here this morning. 
lo and behold, Jim Cramer popping it last night and saying he thinks like he likes Ford too. So Jim Cramer must be listening to the pre-market prep show there. <laughs> oh wow! Because um, Mad Money. Actually, I should give him. He he was saying it though a few days ago. So he was saying it as well along with us. So, um, but you know, Ford. I think there's room to ten bucks. Why well, I'm long it. Joel's long it. Spencer's long it. I think the EV story here is going into the traditional automakers right now because one, they're cheap. Two, if they're going to give the love of the GM we're giving, then Ford's going to go too. So on a pullback, I'd be a buyer of Ford. So anyways, continue. Can I just do you think, and how heavily traded is the Ford GM pair? Do you know? Is that Not much anymore. It's, It's so, it's broken. I mean, there's still a relationship there for sure, but I don't know. I don't trade it much. I, okay. I, you know, I shouldn't say that. If GM pops up, I'll buy some Ford. So it's still traded. I think it's still traded to a certain extent, okay. but not I like it used it. to be years ago. Okay. Let's uh, let's go another news stock of the day. Uh, Walmart. Yeah. Preemptive lawsuit here from Walmart at the U.S. government. That I guess they're afraid they're uh, coming down the pipe for them too. But a couple days, uh, or I guess a day after the Purdue Pharma settlement, Walmart is suing the U.S. government to avoid paying penalties as it relates to the opioid crisis uh, that Purdue Pharma uh, has been punished for, uh, and rightfully so. Um, so Walmart, uh, I, I, they must think that something's coming down their way. Yeah, That's, this is like a missed headline here. So uh, again, you know, it's not to the extreme of Gilead, and it's been a long time. We don't know when this DOJ suit's coming, but Walmart is preemptively suing the DOJ because they expect that the DOJ is going to sue them. So when that headline breaks, that the DOJ is suing Walmart in the opioid crisis, Walmart's going to get smacked. So if that actually comes to fruition and the DOJ does indeed sue Walmart, I think it gets smacked. And if Walmart's preemptively suing them, they obviously think that they're going to get sued. So I'm very surprised Walmart didn't trade down on this headline. It traded down initially, and everybody just shrugged it off. But if the headline would have came out, DOJ suing Walmart, Walmart would be down five bucks or at least two bucks because it's Walmart. So maybe only a couple of bucks. But um, it, it's it's surprising to me that the traders just completely shrugging this off. Full disclosure, I am short Walmart. I put it on on this headline because I thought it would go down. It didn't. I'm losing money on it. So it looks like I might have to cover it. Uh, but I think if you hold long enough, you're probably going to make money on this. Sure. Uh, so I would not want to be long Walmart right now you know with what? a potential lawsuit coming their way that nobody's even talked about. Like um, it didn't get it hasn't got any media attention here yet. It broke from Dow Jones, but I mean this is again just you know putting two and two together. You're preemptively suing them. You probably suspect that you're going to get sued as well. So I, I think when that headline breaks, I think Walmart gets hit on it if that headline breaks. Um headline, no headline, whatever, technically. Uh, look at the way this is setting up, folks. Um, I like this. Uh, you had the big like a rally. Long or short. Uh, I, I, I'd be. I'd like to see it get up one forty five, one forty five and a half, and I'd short it and I'd land at all those highs at one forty six fifty. It had the big, the ridiculous TikTok rally, a breakdown to one thirty six, a rally up. You can't get back to the high. I like that resistance there. And I'd also short it on weakness as it took out that low from yesterday at 142.66. So consolidation here, you're kind of in the middle of the consolidation, but uh, keep an eye on this one. I, I think it, uh, I don't know when and if that headline, but I'm just looking at this um, technically and yeah. you got some consolidation and I don't know if you're going to break, I don't think anything is going to break out and run 
super crazy before the election. And I don't think anything is going to get absolutely killed before the election. You obviously have different caveats with that, you know, with news. And this is potential news. So uh, look at the look at the trading range and see how it fits your trading style. You got a wild card with that DOJ potential headline coming. At least Walmart thinks it's coming. And if Walmart thinks it's coming, then I, I think well, it's coming. Come on, the pharmacies are selling it. I mean, I... I know. I, I, I'm not saying that they have, okay. you know, any okay. right to sue Walmart. I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that part. I'm not... I'm just, okay. It's above my pay grade. I'm just saying, anticipate a headline that DOJ is going to sue in the opioid crisis. I would think the stock would go down on that. Okay. So Walmart thinks the headline's coming. I wouldn't want to be long it. Like I said, I'm short it. So... Okay, Spencer. I don't know if it's coming today. We don't know when it's coming. It may not come for you know a month. Who knows? It may not come at all, but Walmart thinks it's coming. All right, let's go to Intel here. This is a case oh. where you know if you looked at the headline numbers as we often do on our show, you, you would have assumed, oh, it, it was fine. The report was, was good enough from a headline point of view. Their EPS beat by a penny. Their sales beat. They raised their guidance slightly. If you dig a little bit deeper, though, uh, remember that a few months ago, Intel announced that they had to, had to delay the next generation chips, right? They're yes. seven nanometer chips. They were delaying that until 2022. Well, it seems like that's all they've got, and they've got nothing until then. And when you compare this report with uh, against AMD and NVIDIA, they're just in different leagues, these companies right now. They're in different leagues. Intel talk, you know, talked about their individual units, uh, which is fine, but as far as the actual technology, their chips, they're just not even in the same ballpark. Is right this now, new I chip think. that's coming out in 2022 going to put them in the AMD and NVIDIA league? I, I think so, from what I understand. Well, at least Intel hopes so. But that's two years away. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said before I sold my Intel because I didn't want to wait. I mean, and then I had Jeremy Newsom talk to me and I bought it. And I had a little scalp on it. Thanks, Jeremy. And obviously the stock popped up. But again, another disappointing report. With that being said, huge support of 48. Yeah, so you're coming right it... into the area where you got smack last earnings report on all this stuff. So it did groundhog day around here. Headlines repeat themselves. And, but you know, you know and you're a... getting even the, the lift in AMD that it did before. AMD is trading up a buck here this morning. It was up more earlier. So I don't know. What are your thoughts here? Uh, you know what? I did. What's different this time is. All right. So you did that cliff dive from, you know, 60 to under 48. So people that weren't long like Jeremy and you, you know, like, okay, you know, I didn't get stuck on this. I'll buy it, you know, a little swing trade here. So, and it started to go up. It gave a little bit of false hope. And then, you know, people really got excited in, uh, in October and took it up. Now, if you didn't sell, you're jammed. You're absolutely jammed. You're like, you let all those profits go by. So I think this is going to have a, like, it, look how long it took to recover last time. I don't think it's going to recover this time. I think it's just... Well, burn me once, shame on you. Burn me twice, shame on me. A little bit of that to the traders. So obviously the first time they're like, oh, I'll buy the dip, it always works. And the stock started coming back. Well, now, you know, boom, it's right back down here again. Now it's like, okay, you've got two, bad, two disappointing quarters in a row, at least from the streets perspective. It's like, you know, do I really want to be piling <laughs> money in here? Is this? it going to bounce again? Maybe. But so there is support there, Joel. There is support. There is support. I'm just saying, yeah, you can look at it. Just over 48, and then you got the low of the move here at uh, 40, 46.97. Now, there is support. I I'm just saying it's just, you know, are you going to reload again? Oh, that trade worked so good last time. If you got out, that trade worked for you. 
But if you held this into the report, all these buyers are stopped. So um, you could try it again. It may do the same thing all over again and slow rally north. But I don't know. I, I just I don't feel it this time. I see this. I see it's, this. I see the March low in this thing before you get back anywhere to 52, 53. It's been the dog of chips. Again, though, the name of the game is not sell the dip. So I'm not coming here and shorting no. it 4862. I mean, it's another reason why not to probably short that Gilead is, you know, the stock's going down, down, down. Thick. Eventually you get a squeeze and it pops up. Um, you know, same thing with DraftKings. I mean, it was just going down. We talked about it yesterday on the show. And I said, you know, if it gets down near that 40, I'm going to strike. I did. I bought it yesterday. For the simple reason, one, it's oversold. Two, I said, you know, we I thought we had a catalyst with Dan Nathan coming out, you know, and first person on, you know, major television, CNBC to defend it. Um, you know, sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. But when nobody's defended and all of a sudden you have a trader, 300,000 wow, people right. watching CNBC, it could left. So, but again, it was benefiting from the tape too. It's a laggard. It's been a laggard for the last three weeks and it was rotating to laggards day. So DKNG gets a little bit of a pop. I think there's room to 45. I bought it yesterday in the 41 handle. I was a little bit early. Um, just for a scalp, I think it's room up to 45 here. Pair of highs right there. Triple D's talking about Monday and Tuesday's highs, 44.97. So there's some resistance. And wow, 40, we talked about that. And it had three lows in the same area. And it really stopped in between 40.55, 40.30, and 40.33. Uh, so right there, right in the middle. Good support. Textbook bounce on that one. So then if you look at, you know, the peers, AMD and NVIDIA, I think, did pop on this report. Yes, they did. Yep. Um, so. AMD popped significantly last time. You're not going to see the crazy pop. If you go and look at the charts back, you know, this is when AMD gapped up like six, seven bucks because that's when we knew the delay was happening. It's like, oh, we're going to give AMD a huge head start here. So this is already known. AMD got a pretty good lift last night. It's come off of those highs a little bit since then. Um, but, you know, it's not going to pop the five, six, seven bucks that it did back in July when we first found out that the Intel chip was going to be delayed. So a little more muted response this time, but getting a little bit of a lift. Yep. All right. What about Mattel? I guess a lot of people were buying AdAds last quarter because <laughs> holy moly, I think according I gave to, the full advertising for the ad on three. According days. to Benzinga Pro, uh, Mattel just turned in their best quarter on an earnings per share basis since Q3 of 2014. They made 95 Why? cents per share last quarter versus a 38 cent estimate. These numbers could be adjusted, but that's what they said. Revenue 1.63 versus 1.42 billion dollars, so a handed beat for sales and earnings per share. Um, yeah, I mean, just I guess there's a ton of demand for toys. Who would have thought? Yeah, because your I, I kids don't totally are yeah, get it. kids are at home. You Is know? that why? Because they're at home, you got to buy more toys. I guess I don't, I don't know. I, my kids are. I didn't really think about this one, so you know, this was not one that was on my radar at all. Not that Mattel. I don't even know if it's in my filters anymore. I think I took it off when I went under ten bucks. Maybe I should put it back in there. I don't know. What's this mean? Okay, so Mattel gets a pop. Does this mean good news for Hasbro too? I mean, Hasbro was popping yesterday popping again today obviously these two stocks have been going in opposite directions where hasbro held up very well and mattel's been in the gutter is this the turning where mattel starts to take the lead i don't know i, I i'll just say it seems like these dogs when they have their day it's time to sell them so i'd probably be more inclined to sell mattel as opposed to buy it 
Uh, well, you found some company out there. The initial spike uh, took it over fourteen dollars to fourteen forty-five, and you pe- peeled back. Uh, still hanging. It's still in the green a little bit by a buck. But you know, I don't have. I mean, I see great support at twelve fifty on the dailies. I don't think you're going to get a look at that today. But longer term, twelve fifty, twelve sixty. But I'll just go a little longer term on this one. And look at this fifteen dollar area. Yeah, you took it out in February of nineteen, but since February of nineteen, that's kept a lid on all rallies and Mattel. So if you want to buy it on a little bit of strength, that's a buck. Or, or you want to get long here at thirteen ninety three, you use that as a target. But those aren't those aren't daily highs. Those aren't weekly highs. Those are monthly highs. So major number fifteen bucks, Mattel. Can't tell you much about on the but twelve fifty, twelve fifty to fifteen. Let's go over to Fastly um, because this is a stock that has continued to leak. And I just want to you know, use this as a trading example. When these stocks disappoint and you're buying them on day one, it doesn't usually work in my opinion. And more often than not, you lose money. And like I said, we had precedence with AYX and I learned the hard way on that because I did buy it on day two and it took a long time to get my money back. And then obviously I had the pop up and then I was able to sell them the pop, um, which worked out well. But I mean... These stocks disappoint and they stay out of favor for a while. And here's Fastly has the big gap down. Everybody says, well, how can I go wrong? It was $132 two days ago. It's $95. How can I go wrong? Well, you can go wrong because now it's 76, six days later. You are coming into major support for Fastly though, 71 to 72. It's downgraded here today. Johnny come lately with the downgrade. Um, I think you got some support to lean on if you get down to 71, 72 and maybe do for a bounce then. But as, as with DraftKings, it doesn't pay to be early. And DraftKings went all the way down almost right to that $40 level before it bounced yesterday. So maybe you wait till the 72, 73 area before striking and fastly. What are your thoughts or would you strike now? Uh, I'm not striking, not striking it, nah, at all. I'm not striking at all on this one. Uh, you had the, the big decline in august and people were rewarded right they bought it they bought it then it had that crazy run now you have even that decline took four or five days yeah oh don't buy on day one One, page 15 of our book (laughs) don't buy on day one after a bloodbath let the dust settle because these things usually continue to leak there's not a lot of just been, and, and one thing, you know, if it's things, you know, gyrates down on the earnings report and then bounces, you know, it hasn't figured it out yet. But once it's figured it out, it's been trading down for like, you know, a, a half of a day. You know, it's pretty heavy. It isn't bouncing right back. Those are the ones that continue to leak. Uh, let's have a little fun with this one here. Uh, boom, boom, boom. If I can get this to work correctly. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, look where the 50% comes in, Dennis. 72, 77. So this sets up really well. Yeah. Eight bucks you took that from. When was that low? That was the (laughs) low in March. This got to $8 in March. When I thought everything was going out of business. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Bucks, eh? Ten bucks, ten bucks. I think. Yeah, my as you guys know. Anyways, that's ten percent. Ten eight. All the same. You know me with mine. Yeah. So you're right there. Okay, that's good. That's good. They're right yeah. in there. It's hard. I, is there is anybody on Tree Station know how to get the exact number? Because it's because I got spend my mouse man going back and forth. But anyways, 72, 74, you know, whatever. It's at 76, 90 here. And if you're looking at this chart and you're long, you're taking bounce. 
just bounce. Is it off? What's the, is it a tight market down there, Dennis? Maybe like 70 bit at 90. Oh, yeah, it possibly got a pretty tight market. It's down. I mean, it's downgraded here today. So one thing Who I downgraded will say, it? who is it? They're, they're way late to the party. Who is it? Uh, let me pull it up in the Benzinger Pro Piper Sandler. That's Piper. Actually, it's probably one of your buddies there, Joel. <laughs> we shouldn't give too much heat to this. Actually, <laughs> I think uh, uh, Spencer, do, I don't know if you looked in the calendar, but uh, on Monday, uh, Gene's coming on. Gene's going to come on. I happen to catch him uh, during nice. earnings season. So Gene yeah. Munster will be joining with us uh, on Monday. Because next week is, is the earnings week. I don't know if you've all looked ahead to next week. Oh, but, uh, like all Thursday, the guns like, like Thursday okay guns th- blazing th- Thursday afternoon that style. Thursday afternoon light them up is, is Apple Amazon Twitter Alphabet and Facebook on in the same on the same what is that when is that Tuesday that's Thursday that's Thursday Thursday that's you better not go out Wednesday night Dennis. Thursday is the day yeah. okay yeah it's all on the same day <laughs> so, so you know, obviously, you know, we know two, three days before the big earnings is usually there's a run up. We've had some weakness in tech. So I would expect that we don't know today or if you're, you're a few days away from it. You get to Monday or Tuesday, though, I think tech starts ticking higher. So I probably will go out and buy extra Apple. Well, who are the who are, give us all the big names report Thursday? Uh, Apple, Amazon, yep. Twitter, Starbucks. I don't know if you care about them. Alphabet, Facebook. All right. All the big techs. So bang like facebook there was a lot of fang in there so i think i i don't want to be early on this trade though so maybe you wait till but you know what sometimes it works to buy on the friday night because they come in and everybody's talking oh it's going to be a huge week for earnings and they get the early monday morning pop well then they you know also you have the factor of people listening to pre-market prep over the weekend on spotify and itunes and everything and they hear it and then they start executing at four o'clock on sunday so you got to take that into account right All right, uh, can we do some tickers in the chat here? Yeah, uh, ticker time. Oh, really? Ticker time at eight twenty nine. You don't want to talk time. about you don't want to talk about the GE upgrade? Not really. The GE got upgraded. I think so. Yeah, why, why else would it be trading up twenty two cents? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, didn't even notice. notice an upgrade. Uh, and no, I don't want to talk about the GE upgrade. Uh, but I don't even see a GE upgrade. Not a GE upgrade. Did I make I don't it up? Think so it's just the dogs barking, Joel. Bow, wow, wow. We're going to have Jason yeah, Rath yeah, in like yeah. 15 minutes. So before All right. Jason tickers. Tickers. Jason. tickers. Uh, tickers. Good call. I, I wish I'd have written down who put this in the chat. I apologize. I didn't. But whoever was looking at uh, SPAQ. Oh, it's big uh, junk. Right. So the merger with Fisker closes next week. It yeah. closes on uh, Wednesday. I'm in, I'm in this dog. I sold half of it. Remember that after hours pop? I sold I sold the big a big I sold a chunk like half of it, and then I was like I'm gonna hold on to half, and that was at fifteen dollars. I should have sold it all. I bought this originally at twelve bucks, twelve twenty or something, and it ran to eighteen. It was awesome. Felt like a hero. Again, now I feel like a zero because I'm still holding half of it. it it's been a dog, 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 dog. Rallies to be sold. Um, I think I think it's oversold now. You got the merger coming. Maybe that's a catalyst to pop you back up. I think you're selling that rally. Um, Long term, who knows? This guy, actually, Fisker, I kind of like this guy. I watched him interview on CNBC. He seems to know his stuff. I mean, if you want to stick it in a long-term investment account as a speculative, highly speculative position, it's okay. Yep. Um, but it's just speculation and that's it because this could go to zero. We don't know, you know, just because all, and all the SPACs are out of favor. 
I mean, it all started with SHL Al really, you know, getting shellacked. And then you got, you know, it's Helion now, obviously. It finally had an okay day yesterday. Again, dogs returned. But here was a day that all the dogs started barking. And SPAQ still, still couldn't get a pop. And it went down. So, I mean, people probably crowded because it was on Mad Money the night before. And they got stuck with it. But the short-term crowd. But this has been a dog of dogs. It's down again today. I don't know what to say. Eventually, it's going to turn a bit because it's just oversold. But. I'd be seller of rallies and I will probably be a seller of rallies. Dennis, I'm, I'm surprised that you're in this stock at all. It was when the SPAC phase, I was making what money in all is, these SPACs. What is, the, what is the name of the company? Fisker. What is this? The, what is the symbol? That's not what it says on my trade station. Well, it's SPAQ right now. So what is that? What's that stand for? doesn't, Spartan. He doesn't like Spartans. Spartan. Spartan. Joel hates the Spartans. (laughs) We got it. No, if it was Wolverine energy. If it was Wolverine energy, Joel would be all in. You know what is, uh, um, does WWW still trade Wolverine worldwide? Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, that's, uh, That's a Michigan company. All right. <laughs> Did you and you know what saved that company? It hasn't been, it hasn't been a great one though. It's have you ever read um have you ever read the the tippy? You ever read any Malcolm Gladwell? No, I don't read. Uh there's I read book. almost nothing. There was a book I read called headlines. All I the read is tipping point. You should read it. It's a good book, Dennis. You would like it, you know, with all your you know weird What's philosophy. What's the book called? The tipping point. Oh, I've heard of that book. Though. I've never read it. I think yeah. my wife's read it. My wife reads a lot of books. She probably told me to read it. It's probably sitting on my desk actually, but Okay. All right, I'm very. I, I don't. I don't know why. Just, Take your time to. They make hush puppies, and that the reason I bring that up is in the book. The company was about to go bankrupt, and one of the executives was in New York, and it was at some you know these nightclubs, and these these kids were wearing hush puppies, the old shoes. So they brought back the hush puppies and ended up uh, reviving the company. So hmm. it's right. a good book. You should back, read it. Back to the chat. What about Tesla here? Here's a headline that I haven't seen before uh some recalls some tesla recalls and i'm not quite sure how many how many vehicles have been recalled bloomberg reported thirty thousand. uh the china uh global times reported fifty thousand. so i'm not quite sure exactly uh how many but it's it's recalls in china the model s and the model x tesla had a real bad day yesterday i know it did it 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 did did not hold any of the gains and gave them all back and yep. we said that it couldn't do that. It opened right at the highs, up at 443, 45, and people are all excited. And within an hour, had given it all back. Don't chase. Don't chase. Don't chase. I this am is gonna... not the market. We keep saying it. Don't chase in this market. This is the fade market. Sometimes you have a chase market. Sometimes you have a fade market. This is the choppy fade market. We sell rips and we buy dips. We don't gonna... buy rips. So I'm... whoever bought that yesterday, not Shame listen to the pre-market you. prep show. Not listen to the pre-market prep show. Uh, it's I, a ho- terrible tape that didn't hold the earnings. Now it's down here again. If it doesn't hold the low of the three-day move of four nineteen, this could be a four hundred bucks. Four, so, yeah. And uh, I'm going to see if I can get uh, Raz on a, a little wager here on this one. I short am. term, you know, Raz's been all right. He's been right about this the whole time because obviously he's longer term. We trade this thing. I'm in and out of Tesla all the time. I traded it last night. I mean, I'm in and out of it all the time. It should have went up yesterday. It should have broken out yesterday. And when it doesn't, that's a problem. Again, rotation from leaders to laggards didn't help it. But I would say Tesla was probably one of your catalysts for that rotation. Because they're like, whoa, they're selling Tesla off on good earnings. I better sell my Zoom and I better sell my Peloton. 
which, you know, and Peloton got downgraded. But, you know, at one point, Zoom was up yesterday. If you look at the tape, Zoom was up like 10 bucks and, you know, ended up giving it all back. It did come back towards the end of the day in the everything rally. But it was an ugly morning for a lot of the Momo names. So just watch that rotation is clear and that's there's money to yeah. be made identifying the rotation early and Tesla is one of your leaders. And who's going to come in, uh, you know, give a, uh, a price target raise or something like that's what Daniel Ives at Wedbush uh, that day that uh, it got the bump to 465. Uh, that was on a price target raise only to 500. Uh, so I'm just like, you know, I, I was thinking, what are the catalysts going to be? And then, you know, also, if negative news besides a catalyst, there could be negative catalysts on this. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, you know, I, I'm looking at it and Dennis, I like what you say that 420. I mean, the stock is so loved on pullbacks, but hanging up here too long not to break out. S and P's up 12 handles, 3461 and a quarter here on this uh, weekly option expiration Friday. Uh, anything you seen anything out there, Dennis? And balances? We haven't been talking in balances much. They've just been kind of muted. GE two hundred twenty-two thousand to buy, so there's a catalyst for you. There's somebody buying it here this morning. Ford also one hundred thirty-four thousand to buy. Ford's at eight thirty-eight, so it's been a nice lift for both of those dogs there. Obviously, we're still long Ford. Lily thirty-nine thousand to sell. That's going the other way, so that's always interesting when you get a big update and you see a sell on balance there. But they're small, so not a lot happening. Ooh, Lily, that Lily looks ooh bad just watch though again the name of the game is and sell the dip so this is straight down for six for a good headline eventually you're probably gonna yeah it could be a headline it could be anything i mean we know lily headlines are working on covid and they're working on all kinds of other stuff there too so you know eventually it's probably due for a headline that it pops on i'd probably be a seller that pop all right what about american express here we had discover financial a few days ago they beat on their uh, headline numbers american express axp out this morning did not beat they missed on their eps by three cents a dollar 30 cents versus a dollar 33 cents on the eps sales 8.75 versus 8.66 billion dollars is this one you'd buy the debunk fast money is just giving money away and what i mean by that is if you are fading their calls you are making a 107. What the hell it, did this because, say? Because somebody saw an option buyer. Oh my God. Somebody saw somebody buy some options last night. I actually was long it. I sold into it. I wish I would have sold short. I tried to sell short, but I got greedy and I was up. I, I was up and I went up to like in the 108 handle because I was oh. like, oh, they were really ripping it. And I should have just taken it short through the report because it's been working. They've been wrong. Maybe it's selective perception on my part, but they've been wrong about a lot of these, man. And again, I, I don't understand the strategy where we see an options buyer, somebody bought some, you know, some calls and they, you know, say, okay, you know, somebody's buying calls, somebody knows something and, you know, we're going to buy this thing up. And people are paying up $3 for that last night. Don't pay up three bucks because somebody bought some calls. You know what? When somebody buys some calls, somebody sold some calls too. So I don't get that strategy at all. I think there's zero alpha and it's just my opinion, but um anyways so here we are 101 six dollars it's lower than where it was trading last night when everybody thought at least the retail crowd who was chasing that call from fast money last night that it was going to go up on the earnings i mean you're giving up the alpha i mean if you're buying something three points ahead even if they beat it might not rally three points it's american express this ain't going 10 bucks i don't know what the straddle was priced at but man that was a gift i'm mad at myself I did not short it into the report up there at 107 last night because I would just sit back and collect. So congratulations to the savvy traders who were selling into that pop last night because that was a ridiculous pop. 
Okay, but that, that my question was, would you buy the dip now this morning? Well, I don't sell the dip, so I'm not buying it. Right. Nah, hundred bucks. I mean, no, okay, you got the one hundred one thirty-five. I wait for there? ninety-eight. If I yeah, ninety-five. Ninety-nine. Is American Express is really that exciting? Is American Express really that exciting? I you mean, know, let's look and put it in perspective. Go to the monthlies on American Express. Go out yeah, years and years and years. You can see it at the bottom. I go back 2014. The stock was $95 back in 2014. So here we are in the, one of the best bull runs ever. Six years later, American Express has gone nowhere. In that same time, MasterCard has went from $100 to $333. Visa has went from $60 to $197. American Express has went nowhere. It is the dog of the three. Yes, it's maybe because they take on credit risk themselves. They're structured a little bit differently. But then so it's more like a financial in that way. But it's been a dog of all dogs compared to Visa and MasterCard. PayPal, you know, it's, it's, it's been a dog compared to all of, you know, other payment methods there. So why do I want to own the laggard of the group? I don't want to own it. So could it bounce? Sure. Anything can bounce. But this has just not been the stock to invest in. Oh, look at this 330 level in uh, MasterCard. I know you're a ways away from it, but boy, oh, boy. Quad bottom there at 330. Keep an eye on that. Uh, with the AXP um, on a relative performance off that March low, this did not perform well at all, considering the market going back to all time highs. Uh, once again, a little off to my 50% retracement here, but figure that number exactly. Uh, what was the high there? This 137 to 70, you know, right there. That's a 60 point move. This $102 area, this better hold, a better hold over the next couple of days or. You could be doing, I could see doing some work in the 90 handle. You traded there a lot in July, August, and September. Dennis, are you uh, fading the gap this morning? No. And you know what? I'm mad at myself here, too. We talked about this stock. This the had squeeze all over it. We talked about this. The yeah, dogs that, are that barking. Was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I know. We talked about it. We thought it was going to go. And it took a long time, but it finally, like, I'm pretty sure we talked about it, didn't we? Yeah, like three weeks ago. Yeah, I know. We were so we were way <laughs> early. We were way <laughs> early. But, you know, it's gone up significantly in the last three weeks. I mean, these, you know, I was scared. I think I even laid out the snare because of Al Brands, because of Bed Bath & Beyond. I was like, the, this is the kind of stock, the gap is probably going to start running. They're squeezing retail. They're squeezing these stocks, especially the smaller ones. The coals are starting to get squeezed now, too. But, you know, they, they, they've been, you know, the big boxes have a little bit tougher, but, you know, Gap's obviously a mall-based store, but they're squeezing all the retail right now. So you got a short interest, you're getting squeezed. You know what another one could go eventually? Michael's, the, the scrapbook store, which, you know, obviously huge stores. I'm not saying this is a long-term investment there, but probably sets up, I mean, it's maybe been squeezed already, but it hasn't gone yet. Maybe this one's the next one to go. So I'd be careful. I was trying to look just for high short interest and maybe we're late to this trade because they've been squeezing them for a couple of days, but I don't want to be short anything right now with a high short interest and gap, I believe still is fairly high. Squeeze them again. Yeah. Rock solid resistance at 1150. If you'd like see any crazy moves in this thing, bunch of monthly highs there uh, at 1150. On Michaels. In, yep. Michaels. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I got to show you the chart. Sorry about that. Somebody try and show you when you're talking, especially since you are look somewhat presentable today. Uh, I look at this. I got my new Benzinga shirt on too. (laughs) Uh, But take a look, Michael's. I don't know when they report, but definitely find out when they report. And, you know, if you're looking for another squeeze, the news on um, gap was 
they're getting out of malls, right, Spencer? Was well, that it? Well, they had their investor day, so they outlined like the next, like their next few years and how they're gonna, you know, return money to shareholders, return to profit. I got a research project for you, Spencer, or oh, for Mitch, okay, or for Dennis. Find got? out what re- what big retailers have their leases expiring in malls. Oh boy, you can get rid of them, baby. That I think those, you know, they'll get they'll either renegotiate their leases down to like no they're gonna renegotiate there's gonna be some renegotiating going on there or i mean that's why the property rates are still in the gutter and maybe there's a squeeze happening here like they're starting to squeeze those too but it's tough would you want what's uh what's um spg right that's uh simon property group that squeezed yesterday too they all started squeezing yesterday so it's tough like you're on day two of the major squeeze a lot of times what you see is follow through the next morning and then it starts to turn and, and dust starts to settle, you know, after 10 o'clock. So it's hard to just come in here and say, oh, this is going to squeeze and this is going to squeeze. We, we talked about squeeze a few days ago. It's been happening in some of this stuff. I mean, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is why Ford's running too. I mean, it's a squeeze to a certain extent. There's not a lot, but the dogs are barking and you know, the, the retail SPG great day for SPG. yesterday. I'm long it right now. Uh, full disclosure. I'm long it, but I'm probably, in itching a salad here now because day two usually of the squeeze they cool off is the room to 70 yeah but you know me i'll be out way before them because i never hold long enough but i always take the first bite off the bone and then leave the rest of the meat but all right uh jason rasnick is on his way into our zoom he'll be here in like a minute or maybe less let's do one more here here's an observation from someone in the pre-market or in the benzinga chat kroger i selling off for days now oh let's see Let's go Krogering. I kind of like it down to 32. I, I, you know what? It's right down, down there. A couple why is it down today? Up. What's the headline today? I didn't see a headline today. Well, it's down. That's why I'm just wondering. It could be an imbalance. Let me go look what the imbalance is. No, there's no imbalance. It's got to be some type of headline going on Kroger. Uh, it could be. Uh, is it looking like a downgrade? Um, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't looked at the Kroger story here for a while. I don't see anything. Anyways, I like this at thirty-two, Joel. I could be talked into Kroger. Like I said, I think that they've kind of turned these things around. They're not Walmart and Target yet, but they're not that far off. So I like the Kroger story here. So I'm Good a believer support. in the. I'm a believer in the company's turnaround, and that makes me want to kind of own the stock. I know sometimes you know companies are disconnected from their fundamentals, but. I kind of like this Kroger. I believe it was downgraded here today. Okay. Downgraded to inline from outperform at Evercore. All right. So yeah. that's your catalyst. I think this is, I think this is Johnny come lately. I'm going to put my bid out there. I think, I think it 32 holds. Okay. I'm hoping 32 right. holds. I might right. buy today. Jason, all right, all right. Here. All right. All right. All right. All right. Dennis and Joel, by the way, uh, Dennis, as you were talking, I just thought of an idea that I'm going to share with you later. I know I'm, hiding it for the, the group but uh, <laughs> you're you're gonna like it it's not a stock idea you and joel will like it it's something to do with future something you just okay, gave me cool. a cool idea um but you guys, write it you down guys, so you don't forget good point jason, you guys, jason never forgets no i i forget everything dude i don't write it down <laughs> I, um, I, I, I know i used to run thing um customer list and this is going to affect everyone on the show too in a good way let's build okay, okay good it's, it's for everyone here okay, all right. here for the show Yes, yes, yes. Excellent. I just don't want to say it. Okay. All right, guys. Good morning. Good morning. I didn't get a chance to hear everything you guys were talking about, but I mean, we had some st- we had some stock action um, this week. Obviously, a lot of plays moving. Um, some of mine moving really well, and some of them moving really bad. So 
Um, uh, it, it's a tale of two worlds. Okay. You guys probably know the bad, but we'll start maybe a couple with the good. So Tesla performed well with earnings. I didn't think you're gonna have a huge pop, but this is, I'm wearing this for you guys today. Oh, let's get it out. Hopefully you guys can see me properly. Okay. So got to say something on the show in a second. I got to see what's Tesla on the code. screen. Oh, you got some Tesla swag. Why aren't I showing up? I just see. Uh, You're spent, there. Uh, we see Genesis. you. Okay. Yeah, we see you. Okay. Then, you. All right. So there's the Tesla logos, Tesla sweatshirt. I have nice. picked, I have picked up some more Tesla out. Well, I guess I just got to do it again. I picked, picked up some new Tesla calls this week. Long-term calls. Bullish Tesla still. December. No, when you say still, yes, I've been bullish. Like I have a stock and it's 35% of my portfolio, which is not good. Or 30% of my portfolio, which is not good. <laughs> I'd say you're bullish if it's 35% of your portfolio. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also that, the tax thing we talked about. Yeah, but um, the other side of it is I bought, so I bought some options for December and January. And the strike prices, guys, <laughs> are 500 bucks. And like five ten, okay. What, what 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 was the premium on those? Oh, they were expensive. Um, <laughs> they were expensive. A, <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they always are expensive. It's That's Tesla. Right, right, Russ. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You know, I'll give you the exact one because you know people are going to ask it, and I, I so let me just give it, guys. If I get killed, I get killed. But let me just tell you what I bought. I bought the December eighteenth twenties five twenty calls for seventeen twenty a share yesterday. Oh. Yep, about those yesterday. It's down five percent from yesterday, and I bought the November twenty four eighty calls at thirteen dollars a share. Okay, so why? And, what? Why? And, now? And, yeah, and, Raz, we're worried and, about you on this one. Dennis and I are both. Um, I changed so fast, though. Yeah. I'm bullish, bearish, let, bullish, let, bearish, bullish, let, bearish. So let let me say something, guys. Okay, this is this is to I get your your point. So a while back, you can ask. Um, Ryan Faluna in the Benzinga Pro Chat, I one day wrote, I'm buying Tesla calls today. And people are like, that's the dumbest thing ever. It's when, and it was the start of the biggest Tesla rally like ever. This was like two months ago. And it like, and it was my, one of my, I bought them for like $3,000 and they went to like 26,000 and like whatever. Okay. I, I don't know. They went crazy. They went crazy. There's some, one of my guys who got me in Tesla at $38, the guy, oh, the, no, this is a different guy, but the guy that got me at $38, name is Joel. He is extremely bullish on Tesla right now for the rest of the year. I think it has something to do with FSD, full, uh, you know, um, self-driving. We've been reviewing that and looking at it, and it is pretty spectacular. Um, I don't think the world understands it yet. Um, so I have followed Joel since $38 in the stock. I never took big enough positions, and I always was mad at myself. So I'm putting a little more risk on um, I buy, may buy more regular shares too. I haven't decided yet. I want to see if it comes off. So if the, it goes down to below 400, I'm buying, I'm buying more. The one thing about Tesla and the one thing about Elon Musk, it's so hard to long-term bet against him. When Joel and I talk, you know, we set up little trades and we do little short-term things, but the products just the, this and the ideas that Elon Musk okay. comes up with so, is the driver. Well, d well, Dennis, here's the thing. I, I, I do this like lunchtime thing now. And um, I showed the book. It was a book by Ashley Vance on Elon Musk. It was an unauthorized biography, but then Elon Musk participated towards the end. I read the book three years ago, 
And when I had Tesla, probably at like, you know, I bought it at 38 pre-split, but you know, it's probably at $78 that I'm like, oh, should I sell her 120 of that? And I didn't sell it because when I read the book, the book talked about how Elon Musk was trying to launch rockets and no one would let him. So no, like NASA, no, no place would let him have a spot to launch rockets. He had to sneak and go places like to go do it. And then he made his rockets not only launch, but land back in the same spot, That's which crazy. is just, in, which is just insane. insane. And if you read the book, there's like three chapters about how it was hailing this. When I read this book, I was like, okay, there's no way he's going to fail on this electric thing. Now I should have went bigger, but he, like I read this book, I don't, I'm not a big book reader. This book's like 400 pages most impactful book of my life, most profitable book of my life. Ashley Vance, actually, I should have him on a show because he did keep me in Tesla. So yes, you're you're 100% on that. And I know they're telling me to do credit spreads, sell puts. Guys, I don't know how to do credit spreads. If someone wants to like come in my account, we can do a, um, a team viewer and we can mess around and do some credit spreads and I'll show it live or something. But that's- They're boring. They're boring. Okay, so then I probably don't want to do it. It's a slower right, so- way. You're going to make more money just flat out buying the stock or buying the calls. But if okay, you're trying so- to make money on it, buying the calls if you're if you're if you're really bullish the calls buying is already Raz, let me tell a couple okay. things that you hear first of all it got that I, we're just talking about how the stocks reacted to news yes sir and it, daniel ives gave it a price target bump to 500 it went bush and went to 565 and or 465 and turned around yesterday it had a good report right and it was trading high two days ago two days ago two days ago and it got sold So one thing that we kind of talk about is, you know, when stocks don't go up on good news, that doesn't have you concerned at all, or you think there's something else in the pipeline? The the news wasn't that crazy good. I mean, yes, it had, it was profitable and it had sales, but a lot of people expected that. What people were hoping was a big announcement on solar and they really didn't have it. And then Elon Musk said next year, you know, solar roofs are going to be the choice, but you know, Elon was off on his dates. The news wasn't crazy good. It was good, dude. It was good. But yes, I, I get your point. I'm just going to when I bought the calls the last time when the market was totally against Tesla and then it started taking off and I didn't keep the calls long enough. I'm not saying guys go follow me in this one right now. I, I think the stock price is high and all that stuff. I'm saying I'm betting on a guy giving me opinion that he's been right so far. Okay. And that, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't go, I didn't, when I gave you those two calls that I bought guys, I didn't give you, I didn't buy a lot like of it. I, I bought, you know, a little bit of it and um, I'm Benzinga pro when I did it last time, it made literally the most money trade I've ever made in, in like a two month time frame. That's why I have to pay taxes this year on the stock market. But so now a couple other trades that are going the wrong way, uh, GAN, so GAN, this is, you guys know when I'm on the show, I like to talk about the thing behind the thing. Well, GAN has totally let us down um, in terms of how it's moving. I mean, it's had times when it's down to 1450, it's this, it's 17. I'm down 8% on GAN. So um, GAN had the news with Detroit casinos, but it needs to execute. It just changed IR firms. I need to write that down because I want our news desk at Benzinga to reach out to see why they did. And I don't think changing IR firms is a catalyst to move the stock, but um, just remarking. And so GAN is, when you guys see that chart, I mean, the chart is, you know, it is what it is. Didn't make a new low on the last move. That's the good news. The second good news is that the laggards have become leaders here. And you can see GAN had an okay, quiet little okay day yesterday. 
you know, a little double bottom from the day before. So I would say there's hope and room to 18 here. Again, it's been in the doghouse. There's a lot of people who are stuck in this thing. So you'll have an overhead supply issue. But I think you could see a little life for a day or two here in GAN. It, it likes to go to 24, then fall. That's what it likes to do. I'm sticking with it right now. I'm hoping that they're developing faster and getting more of these casinos as, as sports gaming comes online and Corona deficits, you know, in different states, they're going to need to do gambling. And, and I also think some of the casinos are going to like, like Caesars did or something are going to buy more of these um, online things. This is just like, you know, in the online brokerage space, Morgan Stanley body trade, um, uh, uh, JP Morgan uh, launched you invest like there's a lot of con consolidation i think there'll be consolidation in this space which will leave gan as an acquisition target or it, it, one of the few independent companies building the tool and then they get a they get a percentage of the revenue they get a percentage of the take I, I, that's why so i like and think of gan as an annuity where if it gets more clients it can do well so i'm not selling here the stocks that i did that the stocks that i now want to talk about is i told you guys last week i think or whenever we had a uh, cannabis before i bought cureleaf C-U-R-L-F. I bought Cureleaf because of the coronavirus, uh, not coronavirus, Jesus, coronavirus. No, the November 3rd election, New Jersey, cannabis is on the ballot if it, it, and it's likely to get approved. And when it gets Biden, approved- Biden's cannabis too. I mean, and it, it, and it, that's what he's meant, yeah. No, it's not what I meant, Joel. No, don't infer it. You, you guys are right. It's a nice, nice additional point, Joel and Dennis. I wasn't thinking about that though. I was just thinking about New Jersey. If yeah. New Jersey gets approved, Joel, then that means New York, Pennsylvania will likely follow suit. And then you have like 60% of the, uh, the states or the main where, where it's populated. Um, you know, you have 60% of the states where it's populated having um, cannabis legal. So CURLF has been up, is up 14 or what, what, what do we got on this? 14% for us or 16%. And the other one that I've owned, who's, we had on our cannabis hour show, and it's my other cannabis stock because I, I like the management. I know them. And I sold some of it too early, but it's TRSSF. It's called TerraSend. Um, we're up uh, about 97%. We bought it around $3. So TRSSF. It just hit $6 for the first time yesterday. If you guys want to get into some cannabis stocks, those are the two that I look at. Yeah, PLNA. Will you pull on? Uh, I don't mean PL. Yeah, I don't follow PLNHF, um, but he is good. That guy's good. I've sat down and had. had lunch with him when I was in Vegas. He is good. So um, they're aggressive and I just don't, I don't follow it guys. I think you have the symbol. I think it's PLNHF. It, yeah. Okay. So those are those two. Now I want to tell you if I bought anything else this week. Um, let's see what else I bought or so. I, I bought some, I bought GBTC, some uh, GBTC. Whoa. Go ahead. Yeah. Ask. Well, wait, I'll wait. Tell us about the GBTC. Uh, yeah. And why not just buy? So this is, you know, this is yes, yes, we've been wanting yes, to buy Dennis, Bitcoin Dennis, for a while. Go. Dennis, yeah, I know, I know. So I own Bitcoin and Coinbase, but today I think I'm opening up an account with Voyager. I'm doing like a 1230 like Bitcoin um, parade thing this afternoon. I think the better way is to buy it through like Coinbase, Voyager, Trade Station, all the, I think it's better to buy there. I just, I didn't like want to open my Coinbase account. I couldn't, no, I can't open my Coinbase account. My number verification thing's not working. So I just bought GBTC because it, it's an easy buy on the stock exchange. That was why I'm not saying, I'm not saying do that. We're That's all bullish Bitcoin here. We've been trying to figure out the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me futures. GBTC has a premium you're paying, which is hundred percent. No, I agree with you. I, I, I just, I just, I was tired of like being so bullish on it right now and not buying it. 
And you, there are some crazy deals, guys. It doesn't make any sense. If you buy in a brokerage account like TradeFish and they pay you interest on it, okay? I mean, I we can talk about this whole interest thing, but you get paid interest on your Bitcoin that you buy. So it's um, Bitcoin with the deals with you know PayPal, Square, um, some of these um, other companies using Bitcoin. I'm, I become bullish on it. Um, another guys, I'm just want to give you a quick, cause I, sometimes I don't give stock picks. I want to go to another one that I bought. I bought it literally Tuesday of this week. It rocketed like 15% after I bought it, like on Thursday, the letter U, the letter U. So again, this is, uh, one of our friends, Gene Munster, Gene Munster, not of the Munster family of used to be a Piper Jaffrey. He's going to be on Monday. So Yep. Uh, I'm glad he's going to be on because Spencer Israel never wants him on. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing um, you have nothing against him. Though. He should be on every day then. Okay. Every day. Get him on every day. Prove it, Spencer. Okay. No, Spencer has nothing against it. I'm just putting words in Spencer's mouth. So, But anyway, so I bought Unity Gaming, this Unity stock, because you guys know Autodesk. You know these 3D platforms, Adobe. Unity is for game developers. I believe in the future of gaming in a big way yeah. because I have kids. And maybe it's bad for their bad for them, Dennis. But so I wanted to partake in it. So I bought it literally. I oh, Gene wrote something on, on this past weekend. It's his third time writing about it, and he bought it in the private market. So I bought it on Tuesday, and it's up thirteen or fifteen percent since I bought it. Huge I've never had yesterday. It. I've never had it. You know, Joel knows I bought lithium because of Gene, and it took me it took two years to do anything. So <laughs> this was so this one. You know, this this week was a nice, nice, nice rally. I hope some of you guys you know, saw our post on that one. Uh, what were you going to say something, Dennis, a second ago? Well, I, I wanted to ask yeah. Jason about Asana. Cause, cause someone oh, pull, pull it up. Pull it up. Oh, Consolidation Station. On what, Asana? Yeah, yeah big time. Where Is are you it? seeing it? Wait, I don't oh, see. Oh, wait, I got the wrong symbol. I got A S A N. Did you call me an ass? a few letters. I hope you, I hope you didn't call me an ass. Oh, Asana, sorry. A S A N. I got it. My keyboard. I didn't keyboard. We'll get you a new keyboard. What's your address? Get a new keyboard. You're too big of a wimp to come in the office. Ha ha ha. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Asana. All right. So wait. It went public where? Uh, Well, I don't. I don't. I need a longer chart. What what, did it go public? It just went public, Raz. It's only been. I know. So the IPO price was. Um, That's what uh, I'm saying. It uh, well, the reference price because it's direct listing. Twenty one dollars. Wait, and it rose to where are we at right now? Twenty four to thirty, and now it's back down to twenty four. All right, but it's had some downgrades in here. I had a big downgrade, and it didn't go down on it, and that's good news. What's our so market? I kind of like this Asana chart. I kind of like. What's this our market one. cap? Let's go find out. Pull it up real fast. Right. Uh, Benzinga Pro, can we get in Benzinga Pro? Come on, baby. Benzinga Pro. Benzinga Spencer Pro. Benzinga yeah, Pro. Show the Pro. Show this, Spencer. Come on. Four billion. On pump your... this Benzinga Pro. Subscribe. Wait, it's three. Yeah, subscribe. Come on. <laughs> Dennis, go to Dennis's page. Dennis is going to have a page in Benzinga Pro where you see his daily trade ideas. What do you guys think about that? If you think that's a good idea for Dennis to have a page to see his weekly trade ideas. First, I'm making it up, to be honest right now. Uh, if, if you think it's uh, useful to see Dennis's weekly trade ideas in Benzinga Pro, we and not that the ones that he's buying, but it's the ones that he's on his lookout list, press one if you think it's a good idea. If it's a bad idea, press two. Um, okay. So where we got four, 3.7 billion for Asana. All right. I'm going to buy Asana today. All right. You thought you were I it. might buy Asana too. No, I did never uh, owned it. Spencer. I never 
got it. I meant to get in. It's, it's like my it, last watch list. Yes. My watch list, though, it's like sometimes disappears on me. And so I forget. And so I'm putting a buy order in right now. <laughs> now it's going to pop. <laughs> We're going to watch well, Jason buy it right now. Well, what is it? Oh, not buying oh, pre-market. I'll do a pre- no, I'll do a pre-market. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so, the, so the bit, the He's bid buying. is, uh, it's all for it, 24 it, bucks. So I should go like 85. Right okay. Well, no, all you'll right. be on the bid then. <laughs> if you want it, you just lift the 24, but I don't know why it's offered. Can you do a okay? Okay, can you do market um, pre-market or no? You don't do that. Don't price. do that. There's no market orders. All right, let's go. Let's see what happens. Hold on. He's, we're right. doing a little trade live here. There he goes. He's buying 24s right now. You just Hold got on. price improvement. You must be using a retail broker. Wait, 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 wait. wait. What's that now? I didn't, I oh, you haven't it said now. it yet. Because people, people, people are front running his trade. Oh, mo, that's, that's <laughs> baloney. Twenty if you don't do it soon. Oh, lordy, lord, because that's baloney then. Because because <laughs> it started, it wasn't trade all morning. So I don't, you, I don't. Need, oh, oh, Dennis, they want your trade ideas. Okay, good. So I got my order in. Now, did I get executed? No, not yet. What's going on here? Come on. Oh yeah, we got market pre market. Oh, we got a lot of ones. Holy cow, they're gonna really. All right, we got uh, I gotta tell Bert because Bert's gonna have to find <laughs> well, a developer. I've got another job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got another job. I don't know. I, I make it, up. It'll stuff. be done on Friday. Yes, exactly. Joel, Joel, from your mouth to God's ears, like they can find a, <laughs> they, they, they can find they can, Joel, they can find a cure for uh, polio back in the day. I mean, like that's that's how I feel about this happening, you know. So, um, oh yeah, team, whoever this said is the team, slowest trade ever. <laughs> yeah, I Did hear you. Buy you. It? Oh, I did. I have to see if it's gonna execute. I'm screenshotting the. I'm screenshotting the chat to there show Bert. There goes 400 shares. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a cure for polio here. Okay. <laughs> so um, I know polio is no joke, guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like trying to make fun of it. I'm just saying, you know. Um, okay. So that's what I'm doing. I'm buying. So Spencer Israel, thank you. Now I could be really mad at you because I could get killed on this one. I I, I like to buy. to buy it right now. <laughs> I thought you already owned it, and I, I, I meant to. It's like my, I meant to own team guys. Listen to this, okay? Data Dog is like one of the highest flying stocks, right? Yeah. Okay, this is freak. You know, I tell you guys, just buy the stocks that we subscribe to as a company. Remember, yeah. I told you guys that. What does the um, sauna do? Like, what are they actually? Wait, hold on, like? hold on, J J Dennis. You're gonna make me forget. I told you I forget everything. If I don't say what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna forget. Data dog. Okay, so Bert David made a switch from some service we are using. Um, um, I don't know what it's called. Log entries to Data Dog. Bert's like, oh, we're gonna save money. It's gonna be like thirty-four hundred dollars a month, and that's what it is. Oh, really? This got our bill last month thirteen thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> thirteen thousand dollars. He left and off I'll, a and zero. I'll, yeah, and I'll screenshot it. Okay, I'll screenshot and show you guys 13, 14,000. So I'm like, okay, I'm pissed because it's like five times expense, more expensive. But I wish I owned Datadog then. And I don't own it. And we would have made, made up some of that. Or we could have bought stock in Datadog for Benzinga and then we'd all be happy. But Bert didn't tell us that. So we guys got to get one of our developers on the show and see what we pay because I'm telling you guys, it is the trade. It always works. Like it hasn't bring central Asana. Well, Asana will be one of them, but the, um, the team, uh, you know, Alassian, I mean, we pay so much money to those things. So maybe we need to get Tesla's for everyone at the office. Maybe that's the next thing. And then it'll <laughs> go up there, you know? Um, so, all right. You wanted to know what Asana does. Asana is a project management software. So, you know, like if we want to do like, 
you know, you want to like get back to someone or contact someone or have organized like a task list. That's what it is, but it's used for inner in, inside companies. So big companies use it for project management. I don't know if you guys remember, because I don't know if we were live on the show, but one of my big stock picks that I said was a no brainer. And I said, don't diversify. I said, go all in um, was HubSpot. And it was at 60 bucks at the time when I gave this. And this is a while ago. It's like two and a half, three years ago, HUBS. HUBS is like a marketing software for companies and they have a little bit of a CRM. So I thought it was the only viable competitor to like Salesforce. And now it's at like 3.30, I think, HUBS yeah. hubs. I didn't, I, I couldn't stop. What is that? Is it? An, I, I, it's okay, I won't even look at it now. I won't even look at it now because I sold most of it too early, like at 2.40 and I'm just angry as F on it. Because it, it was $50 this is back four years ago. So you're talking a stock that's went up 500% in two and a half years. So yeah, awesome. and and I even told when I, I met Mark Benioff, CEO of Salesforce, and, and HubSpot was at 60 bucks. I'm like, you're buying everything else. Why aren't you buying HubSpot at 60 bucks? You know, buying that company out because it's like one of the probably only viable competitors. And he didn't buy it and look what it's at today. He could have bought it at 100 bucks. It would have been done. And one of the things I was talking to one of the sales reps at HubSpot, the day they crossed 100 bucks, they had a party at the company. They couldn't believe they were over 100 bucks. And look what they're at now. When she told me that, that made me sell some of the stock, thinking, oh, okay, it's too high. And obviously, if I didn't talk to her, I would have kept more of it. So, that's another one. Yeah, ServiceNow is different, um, but I like to buy things that companies pay for. So Team is great, but Jira, and guys, there, is, there are competitors to Asana. So there's a thing called Notion that is kind of a competitor to Asana, and I would have said, don't buy Asana. So if Spencer asked me four months ago, I would have said, don't buy Asana. The thing that's changed with Asana recently is in the last four months, six months, they've made a lot of updates to the platform. They're, they're, the updates are happening a lot more frequently, so I think they're going to have some stuff to compete. Like they don't have org chart functionality. They don't have a wiki. They need to have a wiki. So like at Benzinga, if you want to look up how to, you know, you know, cancel someone or Benzinga Pro, why would anyone ever cancel? You would use a wiki to figure out how to do that. It doesn't have that. So there's some things that it needs to innovate on, but it's gotten a lot better. And if you look at team, it's a nice analogy to it. Um, oh, you want to talk? Okay. They want to move off Asana. They want to talk, I guess, RKT. Did I get executed on my Asana though? I just want to know about that. Yeah, oh. some stock to trade at 24. That might have oh. been everybody listening to you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got I got executed half half my order got executed. Okay. I'm in, I'm increasing my buy. Increasing I brought my, my price. Buy. Live trading right here. Yeah. That's okay. Now, so they want RKT. What do we got on the price? 2025. You guys like you guys know my take on RKT. So long term, long term. It's as long. Um, it's it's long term it's i mean yes i have a, i have an option that's in december that is gonna expire likely worthless if it doesn't pop but i'm a big believer in rkt guys they aren't just a mortgage company they're a technology company that happens to do mortgages i mean they they move they, they sell cars like they like you guys look at vroom v-r-o-o-m like that could be a comp to rkt but like, pull up i mean that's a a nice chart vroom like the, there's there's a, they have their own um Benzinga needs their own private what's tennis it, VROM? Yeah, that's been killed, but well, it's actually the, back what's, to where what's it was. Room? What's the symbol? VRM. symbol? VRM. Victor Roger, know. Michael. Oh, yeah. we got a guest appearance by a professional poker player, Patrick Kearns here. What up, Patrick? Oh, cool. Uh, Hi, no, Patrick. a week. Good, good question, Patrick. A wiki. I hate when people use abbreviations and thinking everyone knows what they are. Uh, Ryan Flynn does it a lot. Wiki is like a, you know, what's that site? Wiki, like wiki, uh, Wikipedia. And like you can like, it's like a whole like, description of how you do something with links, sublinks, that's a wiki. And so they, people use them for inter in companies and, you know, Asana doesn't have that feature yet. And we were about to switch to a competitor. And so I don't know, 
Okay, so you're down four points in uh, RKT, Dennis. Oh, so yeah, RKT- it was just because they're all talking. They're all – everybody in the chat sad that they're down money, and I was like, well, I'm down in it too. So, yeah. <laughs> so Jason Rosnick so, pick. But you know what? I'm up on most of my Jason Rosnick well, picks, so well, you can't be 100% right. Hold on. And I, I, Dennis, you know I called you on RKT. I have shares that are like in a long-term account. So I am like, this is, this is a company that I'm not trading. I only have one call option. I have a with well, December's, but other than that, I'm not looking at these shares till next year. Like I'm, I'm not like, it's not, if you want to know the real value of the company, like I'm not looking at this company's been around for 30 years and the numbers are just gigantic and they happen to do mortgages, but they do other things too. They power a lot of the real estate transactions, but they move a lot of cars too, which people don't know about. Like, I mean, it's public, but they don't know about and don't focus on it. The market doesn't follow suit. Guys, my HubSpot trade, I bought at 67 or something. It went down to 47. And I told everyone I know to buy the stock, my parents, my brother, everyone, friends. And they're like, Jason, you were so wrong on that. You're you know, terrible on that. And it's at 320, guys. Like this is not how the market works. If the sometimes market just you respond- take short-term pain for long-term gain, dude. Not even sometimes, all the time. If you if you have it's informational. Like when I used to own online data in two thousand, I knew what companies to buy in the stock market that had money coming in from online data. And I would, and the market was wrong for a while. If the market if the market is and you are always in unison, there's no edge. There's no alpha. This is alpha creation, you know, like obviously things can happen. This is alpha creation though. Like, so Tesla could go down if something happens to Elon Musk, who, who knows? I'm just saying to you, this is alpha creation. So I'm looking at a longer term thing and what can happen with it. I'm not trading RKT. I'm not trading it. Like I've given you guys the ones I trade, like SPH. What's one of my, I mean, like my- I bought like it. The, good. I bought your SPH three days ago and it got down to 16. Thank you. I was like, I was Thank waiting you. for the pullback. See, you better buy the dip on the ones, the good ones. So I'm yeah, back. yeah, you're right. And, and then, and two days later, it's ripped higher here. So exactly, Thank you, Jason. that was a it's Jason one pick. of my, it's one of my bigger positions. I'm up uh, 300% on the options, up 20% on the pick. Um, yeah, what else do I got? Upwork, come on, guys, give me That's some shout outs for Upwork. Upwork's been um, I mean, up, you know, about a 15, and I got shit from that um, Lexi who works uh, here, and she said I was wrong on it. And she's like, your Upwork is down 14%. And well, now it's up, you know, 60%. So take that Lexi, put that up your pipe and smoke it. Okay. You know, like, uh, and that's why I don't like getting wonders sick. why I don't come into the office. <laughs> I'm just saying, put that up your pipe and smoke. I'm not like, you know, what about, um, this is what I want to ask you about. Pat, I, Pat, still, Nike? I still, I still hope you have it. Whirlpool. I do not have Whirlpool, but I have oh, Gen- You had it for a while. You had calls, didn't you? I had, I did. So I, I executed my calls and I got, I had the common and I, I kept my Generac, but wait, what happened with Whirlpool? Can I see a chart? I have no idea. It so actually we- had a great day yesterday on the earnings, but it was uh, pulled hey, the rug out from under good earnings guys, and then it Mike, tanked it. M- Mike Tyson is in our room right now. You own Upwork and you think it's the start of something. Mike Tyson, hit me up, Jason at Benzinga.com. I'm sure you're not the real Mike Tyson, but if you are, you probably remember me from that fight in 1996. You know, in 1996, Mike, we, you know, remember that? Okay, let's go. I'll cover my ears. Who's wearing a tie in the background? (laughs) Who's wearing a tie back there? Who's wearing a tie? Oh, Othanis is back. I mean, Uh, the office, the office is about to start hopping. We're doing a lot more video in the office. And whether the office is getting crowded, we got a Mike Rao over to the left. We got, we got Luke over there. Raz is so annoying today. Thank you. 
Okay, I'll stop talking. I, I, <laughs> trademark Ariel doesn't want me to talk. I'm sorry. I, I, I think what happened is so Raz didn't come on the show last Friday, uh, and so he he's making up for it. He's, weeks, good. he's giving us lots of picks. This is what we want. Pick. What you guys want? Holy cow, that is crazy, Joel. I gotta look when I bought the you calls in WHR. Yeah, I must have bought it in Ju- July, like I eighty or nine at ninety. I bought calls, and I didn't let the I didn't let them um, execute. Like I didn't convert. I had it for a little bit, but I should have held on to it. I thought about holding on to it. Another one that I didn't hold on to is Roco. Um, how do you put Roco? Yeah, I, had, I bought that at one fifty, and I let that go. Yeah, guys, if Raz is bad on the show, I don't. I won't come on. You got. You got. You guys got. You guys got to tell me. So here we love Pratt, you, Raz. Pratt, Look, no, 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 love, no, no. It's okay. Feedback is. I think feedback is gold. If you want me to come on in the future, press one. If you don't, press two. All is all is good. I um my ego has been hurt a lot more. I had these girls that I thought like liked me, and then I went up to them and they're like, "No, we're just friends." Right. That was way worse. That was way worse. That was that was Lots college. Of ones. Look at all the ones. There's no twos. You know? All right. Uh, Somebody okay. give a zero. So, I don't know what so, zero means. So so I know we I know we got to oh we got a two from uh, Gunk. Okay, see. Uh, you know Eddie one like two you and okay, Eddie. Though. So I can't go. No, okay. can't, everybody can't like you. If I if you do that for me. There'll be like at least 10% twos, maybe 20% twos. Oh, tra- trademark. people hate me. <laughs> trade, I, tr- trademark is like saying he likes me, but today I'm just too hyped up. Five um, bucks. He just gave you five bucks. PJ Williams PJ. is the man. Okay. PJ, so you're the man. PJ okay. is the man. So, someone, wrote, someone wrote six, nine. How does that guy know my garage code? I don't get that. <laughs> um, okay. So the best is when I had to tell my mother-in-law she needed to get in our garage. And I'm like, our code is six, nine, six, nine. And she's like, Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, I didn't choose that. I didn't choose that, Nancy. Your daughter did. And then she's like, she's like, I didn't need to know that. All right. So <laughs> that's just, uh, so anyway, two things, two, two things. Kathy Wood, I think is November 3rd, but I'll, de- I'll double check. But yeah. two things, Dennis, love your shirt. If you want, show them your shirt. Can you model your handsome model? Yes. The handsome, handsome model. Okay. The, and I'm going to end here. I'm sorry, trademark. I, I, listen, I'll, you, 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 can, you can leave the room, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Okay, my last two things are, if you, want one of the, if you want one of those Dennis shirts, those uh, Benzinga Detroits, shoot me an email at jason at benzinga.com of a screenshot that you send to your broker and saying that you would like some more Benzinga news and data. If you do that, I'll send you a shirt. But please, 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 please include your address and size so we don't have to, you know, write back and forth five times. And if you want two shirts, you know, for your kids or whatever, like just give both sizes. I'm, I'm okay to send two. We're in a giving mood. This has been a good week as, as, as Dennis alluded to with SPH and that freaking stock you. I mean, I can't even believe that my usual G monster pick takes two years. This is a one week and I'm still holding it. Okay. So that's what you do. And then like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube, turn on alerts. We're working our asses off to bring you guys great stuff. Dennis and Joel Spencer, us, we have some great things coming forward in the future weeks and we're doing more of this video stuff you know and hopefully you guys are making money we're not gonna get them all right i'm sorry on gan right now trust me i'm really sorry on gan because i gan is one of the ones i talk about um but hopefully you have another one, lot of other ones that make up for it and rkt again it's just one of these long picks for me that i don't look at i bought google and ipo and i haven't looked at it since like i it's, it's crazy what it's done but that's what rkt is to me so just so you have to understand it's a little different um relationship there so so again jason at benzinga.com you know for that part and uh thank you guys for your time and i'm sorry we went a little long and if you're around at 12 30 or noon um i'm doing a live thing and i'm having a ceo of a crypto company come on 
to say like, you know, how you can buy Bitcoin on this page. It'll just be on the Benzinga YouTube page. Carlton Riddick, congrats on selling your GAN. I mean, at 24, I sold like a little bit, but I bought more at 16 or 17 and it's just sitting there. But it's okay. I'm holding it. You guys, if I'm here next week and it's at 12, I may have to bring, um, I may be crying on the show. So just, I apologize for that in advance, but I could cry. Thanks a lot, okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, we are going to wrap it up here. Uh, so that was a fun end to what has been a fun week uh, on our show. You can catch a replay of this on YouTube, on our podcast, as we've mentioned. Uh, thanks to all of our chatters. Thanks to Jason for joining us here. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Uh, yeah, hit the like button. I mean, come on. What's not to like about this show? I mean, especially today. There's lots of I liked it. Oh, 239. Hit that like button. We appreciate that. Uh, and uh, it'll make Jason happy, which will make all of us happy. And thanks a lot, everyone. Joel and I will be back at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, have a good rest of your trading day. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.